G'day everybody, you're listening to the Risky Rollers podcast. I'm Dalton and I'm joined by Lockie. What up, what up, what up everybody? By Icon. Hello. By Lawrence. What's up? And by Charlie. Hello. How's everyone doing? Yeah, good. We're good. good. Very good. It's a stacked, nice, it's nice. A stacked card tonight, boys. It's, it's, we've got a... <laughs> Quite a few people on, and uh, quite a bit to talk about. We've got some some fun stuff happening, or that has happened. Uh, before we get into any of that, um, all the usual: check out Dice Arcade, great bloke. Um, check out the Tray Tinker. There'll be a code there in the description to get ten percent off there if you want a custom bespoke dice tray. I didn't know Dice Arcade um, was a bloke. Well, Tim's a, Tim's a great bloke. He runs Dice Arcade, <laughs> which is a great store. Um, you'll hear more from him later. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Jump down into our Discord if you want to hang out with us and talk shop. We've got all sorts of crazy stuff happening there. My favourite thing at the moment is the Slow Grow League, or the, the tale of many wargamers that's uh, going on, which is a great way to, to commit to getting some stuff painted and seeing some sweet models. Yeah, there's been some really cool stuff coming out of that. The, the first Necron that I saw painted for this month looked really cool. I don't know what Necron model it was because, you know, Filthy Xenos and all that, but it was really all right, cool. Look, 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 you listen here, Icon. <laughs> now, you and... You and Lockie weren't on last week for one reason and one reason only. Because uh, all the shit you talked the week before. Because we're awesome. So you got your so you got your big Necron. I mean, there's enough Necron players in the Discord. You could just have like a big Necron. We could have a big Necron fest. podcast. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Um, but yeah, so check out the Discord. Fantastic stuff happening in there. Um. And if you want to support us even more, become a patron. You get a whole bunch of exclusive stuff, um, including early access to battle reports, an entire extra podcast, the pregame show, where we break down our lists and strategies for each upcoming battle report, as well as t-shirts, which is great, and other merch, which we'll be rolling out. Voting. As uh, Voting on, yes, voting on what is to come on battle reports. Uh, as well as an exclusive narrative campaign, which you'll be getting each episode as we finish it until the whole series is finished, and then they'll be going up for free on YouTube. Um, we've currently got one up. We've got a bunch more in the works now that Genes to the Cults have their new book. That's exciting. Yes, it's very. That is pretty yeah. cool. With all of that out of the way, um, very, very quickly, what has everyone been working on? Lockie, quickly. Tyranids. Nice. Charlie, quickly. Uh, Visarch and the Highland Banshee. Sweet. Lawrence, quickly. Imperial Knights. Nice. And Icon? Terrain. Terrain, sweet as. Cool. Sounds like good stuff. And the reason that was quick is because we've got a lot to talk about. Because over the weekend, what happened? Emotional (laughs) damage. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that did. And... uh, would someone care to enlighten us as to where and at what event this happened? Uh, your event where Charlie Zelda did all the bad touches. <laughs> and we no, have touched no. a, a black Templar or two. Yeah. <laughs> Try all, like, 40 of them. <laughs> no, it was an amazing event. It was yeah. a lot of fun. And everything was smooth. And the tables looked amazing. And everybody was friendly. Except for Charlie, and, <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, God, it was an awesome day, and I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, I was broken after that. Um, it was an awesome day, Meet, meeting everybody, 
Uh, had a good yeah. laugh, and uh, yeah, it's good to see like put some faces to names. Seen in the Discord, but actually seen them real. It's good. Yeah, nice, yeah, good fun. Yeah, so the event was forty k is the way, which was our first uh, our first organized play event. Um, Lawrence, Lockie, and myself were, were organizing and running it. Uh, Charlie and Icon both participated. Um, and yeah, it was so great to see everyone there. We're glad people had a good time, and yeah, we're running plenty more in the future. Excellent. Yeah. Yes, um, we can name. Yeah. Sorry, excuse me. We can we can name two events that we're ha- that we're having. We don't, haven't got titles for them, but two more events at minimum are happening this year. Awesome. Yeah, really. yeah. So we've we've got uh, we've got another one happening in June, and then one happening in October. So specific dates, names, and details will be coming out uh, later on in the year as we get a little closer to them. It'll be August. Um, sorry. Not October. Oh, August, not October? All right. August, August is, is before October, right? Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> no, so, yeah, so September, September August, and, September, and most of the other months. Yes. September. All right. It'll, cool. be, it'll be in September. Sorry. For some reason, uh, I thought it went August, October. I'm like, that's not right. Uh, after after welcome, July. Welcome to the Risk After Rollers podcast where we teach Lockie how calendars work. Yeah. So well, after July, it doesn't calendars. matter. After yeah. July, it doesn't matter because it's end of financial year, get tax returns, spend money. And then blah, blah, Christmas. blah, 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 Christmas. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Seriously, um, who, who, August, September, October, who who actually knows what they're for? No, do you know, right? it's Cup Day. The only thing, that the other thing that matters is Cup Day, and this is the reason why, is because you get no public holidays after July until November. Oh, well, oh. actually, AFL Grand Final is now a public holiday. Oh, well, oh yeah, 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 that's the thing. Well, then it's the Grand Final. Yeah. Yep. There you go. But who cares about AFL? That's right. Well, a lot of people We're here to play 40. Uh, because and, we... Yeah. <laughs> Got a it's the biggest, biggest sporting event in the country. Yeah. Game um, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm muting Charlie. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> um, yeah, so the first... Yeah, so yeah, so two so more of those happening. Yeah. If you want to get uh, info on them first, be in the Discord. That's where we put out all of our updates there. And it's where we'll be um, opening up um, and entry into the Discord... Uh, a little bit before we make it public. Yes. So if you want to just have a, a bit of a, a foot in the door for any of our future events, make sure you're there. Yeah. That, uh, yep, yep. And more details will come both publicly and through the Discord. So yeah. Yes, but yeah, absolutely. so the event was yeah, our fir- first event. It was 16 players. So it was just a small event. We just, you know, start small. Don't get too crazy. Yep. We kind of just wanted to... We set ourselves a bar of good quality, medium-packed terrain on tables. Yeah, and just tables that we looked at and went, those are nice to play on. They're the kind of tables that we would we would show off on the channel and we'd play on. Yeah. Exactly. Look, if yeah. you're if you're on any sort of um, you know Melbourne or Australian 40k pages, I've seen them circulate um, and only positive things said about them uh, from people that were at the event, being like these tables are freaking awesome. You go through the comments and they're very satisfactory tables. <laughs> they yeah. were really Cheers. Good. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, been thanks. great to see the, uh, the response and the, the appreciation of them. Um, but yeah, so, so we, we did all that and we had yeah, 16 players just with a random draw running through it. It wasn't um, wasn't anything too crazy as far as pairings went. Um, and it seemed to be a good day. Everyone had fun. Lots of games were played. Some fantastic armies were there and just a bunch of fantastic people. That's it. Can't ask for anything more than that. I was yeah, honestly sure. surprised. Like Going into it, I was worried about the two and a half hour time frame. I was like, gee, because you know, when, when you sort of play around at you know, at home or at a shop or wherever, 
you, you, n- you never worry too much about it. And going into your first event where there was a time cap, I was pretty stressed about it. But it, it really go you really get through it really quickly. Um, I reckon I got to at least turn four every game. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things where you, you play it a bit and you sort of get used to the just the pace of a game happening yeah. in two and a half hours. But it is definitely something to be aware of, especially if you start playing armies with, with a higher model count or with uh, more, yeah, more detailed I, things to keep track of. I had that my first game against Orcs and um, yeah, we got to the end of turn two. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was like, yeah. And then again, the second game was really fast, so that was good. I think it, it yeah. does change when... Um, because the event was more of a, you know... Um, event, not tournament. So it was kind of marketed as this, hey, if you ever wanted to experience an event without the, you know, epic feel-bads of potentially, you know, some full gamey hardcore lists and sort of come yeah, to, to, yeah. to to this. And what, from from my experience with Heresy and stuff like that, when you go, when you go to an event that is a bit more full competitive, your games are usually over. Rarely games push past turn three because... Yeah, um, they're so optimized. You know, it's yeah. just sort of one mistake yeah. is usually punishing the other player or whatever pretty heavily. So, um, there's also that to keep in mind as well. Like that, you know. Well, I mean, we were at Heresy with two and a half hours. We I was getting through every game like turn two, pretty much. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think I, I don't think I got past turn. Oh no, that would be a lie. I think in the final game of the weekend, I got past uh, turn three. Yeah, and that was three thousand points. So you know. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. But then it's, it's it's good. It's good that you find, didn't find that that to be an issue or too much of an issue anyway. Yeah, because it's easy when you table a team. So you know, still like... took you four turns. <laughs> <laughs> but what was the, what was the uh, what was the explain to us what 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 all this emotional damage is all about? All right. So yes, Charlie yes. and I got paired, and yeah. which round? Uh, which round? So which round was this? Second. It was round two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was round two. It was over on the uh, cathedral table. Yeah. Oh, very quickly, alongside this podcast up on Instagram, we're going to be posting a bunch of the pictures from the event. Yep. So go over there to uh, to check out a lot of what we're talking about because I've got pictures, I think, of every game. And also, quickly, just yeah. a big thanks to our three main sponsors of the event. Um, oh, yes, of course. Uh, Tim uh, from Miniature Scenery, uh, Battle Maps, and, of course, Dice Arcade. So uh, yep. big ups to all them. Um, Jack from Battle Maps supplied the mats for the day. Also, some prize support and... Um, uh, Waggers from um, from Miniature Scenery provided a lot of the prize support for the event, so it was absolutely amazing yep. the generosity that, that those guys have for our first event. So uh, big thanks to them, big shout out to them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I want a truck. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> That's and, all that matters. And I, I so I, I finished putting it together yesterday, and the the detail that goes into those things is crazy like inside the cockpit cockpit when you glue it all together it's got like a textured you know leatherish look and this is all made out of mdf mind you for the people at home trying to imagine what i'm talking about but you know there's there was whole control panel set up and like a a big chair that looked like it was made out of leather just with the texture that had been laser cut into the mdf and i was like this is this is sick like uh, you know the image on the box certainly doesn't portray how much awesome detail is in those models and um yeah 100 credit to him it's awesome work Mm. yeah it is yeah so icon you were saying round two. Oh yeah back to bad touches um So, you know, we go through all our deployment, blah, 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 blah. Charlie gets turn one and just proceeds to alpha strike like a maniac. Um, what, what are those What are those little hover things that you've got? 
uh, support platforms with D cannons. So yeah, mm, tasty. Yeah. High strength, yeah. high damage. So just want to point out that that Icon's running uh, Black Templars, their new supplement, and you've been prepping hard for this, and you've been playing excellently. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it, post the event, I, I, we've definitely said it on here, and we'll, we'll point out that Lockie and I kind of tipped you that you might win the whole thing. Yeah, the amount you've been prepping and the amount um, that how well you play your list. And just, I mean, the results prior to the event, I think I lost one game mm. um, yeah. prior, and that was that was to Admec. Hmm. Um, um, and now Charlie is here running the Elder with the their 8th edition book. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, 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 let me fix that. 8th edition books. How many yeah. books are you running? Uh, I think there's five altogether. I've yeah, got so five Forge different Worlds, books. And I've got, yeah, the Harleys, and I've got white dwarf and then i've got my craft worlds and then i've got the yeah it's like yeah. <laughs> awakening so yeah. Nids, yeah. Nids are the same. it's horrendous yeah and now i think i needs an elder are probably fighting it out there but potentially one of the worst like placed armies currently in the game as far yeah. as just the, the linear power in the books especially pure craft worlds yeah for sure like yeah yeah i mean uh yeah it's a tough so, one for sure yeah um, so sorry, Icon, please continue. So yeah, we, we are, I mean, I just suffered to uh, lots of out of line of sight uh, D6 damage. Um, even, even I, don't, I don't know, what is the Lynx shoot? That thing did, what, D3 plus 3 damage as well? No, nah, so just, just a flat 3 damage, but 6 shots. Okay, um, yeah. And, and it had guide and anything that was shooting it had yeah. doom. So it was yeah. just... Oof. Yeah, the, the guides, the dooms, really the stacked big. with the you know, the stacked with the expert crafters. Um, it just meant that it just meant that everything you shot turn one was landing, and um, even and when you're rolling fives and sixes on your damage rolls, damage. <laughs> and, which you you spiked well on, um, even yeah, at minus one damage, even at minus one damage on dreadnoughts, it was just you know five damage a hit, you know, yes, yeah. five Take damage a hit. Taking two dreadnoughts out on the first the first turn before you even get to yeah. move them that sort of yeah that that right that there. set that set the pace right there yeah. I um I came away from that game realizing that uh the the list that I was building can be very reliant on having turn one in in any army that is shooting like heavy shooting so you know you would suffer probably uh, the same sort of fate against Tau or um admec that have big guns what are the uh what, what what are the what are the last cannon chicken things are they still yeah, they, the the iron striders yeah, they're still Bellasaur, good yeah 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 yeah, yeah. even knights uh, potentially as well yeah um knights sort of it's the same situation with this right like they proc hard you know if all that volcano cannon yeah. with all this damage actually procs hard it'll do be the same sort of thing yeah, yeah. um moving forward I mean, looking at those sorts of lists and those sort of match up, it probably would have been worth spending a bunch of CP to put a bunch of stuff in strategic reserve, um, just to mitigate the potential of turn one being annihilated. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like four out of line of sight guns that were straight of twelve d six damage. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. pretty brutal, and I was rolling hot, so. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I mean. I wouldn't say I was rolling bad, but just aggressively average. So, <laughs> um, so you know, like for for every 
for every four shots he's shooting, he's getting two through, and he's rolling in his rolling sixes on his damage rolls. It's a, basically a dead dreadnought, or it's you know, it's dead, dead this, dead that. Um, there's not really much to say other than he just eviscerated turn one, and then it was just a, a slow, slow burning demise. Um, after yeah, that. I, I remember on the day chatting with Lawrence because Lawrence and I were over at the scoring table and, and wandering around a bit. Um, and one of the things that we, we get to do on the day is, is wander around and, and talk to people and see a bunch of different games happening. And uh, and Lawrence and I were having a good time sort of picking winners in, in different games and seeing how things were going. Yes. Um, and I think it wasn't until like turn three or four that we actually had sank in that Charlie was tabling you. Yeah. That that, that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think... Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's earned this though. He lost every game in Heresy. So, you know, let's just yeah. let him have it. <laughs> oh look! I, I mean, the, the, the next the next thing I want to say, and I and I, I know it, it wasn't me who said it first, but I think it might have even been Icon was pointing out that this is what happens when you when you play a, a subpar army over and over again and get to know it really really well and inside and out, and then when your when your dice rolls can go your way, you can be devastating with it. Yeah. Um. So, well done, Charlie. Like, thank you. Well, and, the difference well, between, well yeah, thank you. The difference between heresy and. 40k is away like heresy i was just bringing pure fluffy list like it was just like the avatar and, and lots of dire avengers and all this sort of stuff it wasn't going to do well whereas this list i've actually tried to design to do well on the first turn yeah yeah um, and obviously i've got two games in first turn and i won both of them purely yeah. by shooting lots of things and i mean quickly. how, how close fair, was your, your third game because that one you didn't one point wow yeah, and the last turn, the last points. <laughs> that that was a good game. I, I wish yeah. I had more time to to be there watching that that game, but I, I kept coming past and seeing how close it was. Yeah, man, it was so close. Such a good game. Um, yeah. Ned's Ned's with big bugs and yeah, just charging. That was Crusher Stampede, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That was a shout that, out to to Scriff Paints there as well, who I, who was that um, uh, that opponent for that one who won the best painted mm. by by player votes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that army is amazing. Awesome. Awesome. Was that the was that the black nids? Yeah. 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 Yes. No, they were they were epic. Yeah. They were epic. One of my one of my favourite nid schemes. I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think I've seen it before. Like I don't know. Is it a is it an, is it an actual? No, as, sorry, as in like having seen it, having seen him have it painted there. I'm oh, like, I thought I thought you were saying that it's now. I, I thought you were saying that it's like a it's it's actually one of the you know major hives or something in it. Yeah. I don't believe official. so. No, no, it's not. It's a um, it's, it's a just, it's a custom scheme. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, aside from from all the bad touches there, um, <laughs> how 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 do the other games go, guys? Charlie. Uh, well, obviously, the first game gets orcs. Um, I won. Um, we only yeah, got... What sort of orcs was he running? He sort of had. I, I noticed a lot of vehicles. Free like... vehicles, I think. Um, was it free vehicles? Yeah, he had lots of yeah. vehicles. Um, he's quite a new player, so I think he, this is his fourth game before he came. He plays primarily. Uh, I think his name was John. He plays primarily. Uh, yes, it was, it was John. Um, Age of Sigmar. Okay. Okay, so, yeah. So, um, and he's like, well, I'll play Orcs. Um, fourth game, comes to a tournament. I was like, that's, that's ballsy. Well done. <laughs> yeah. um, well, his, his list wasn't, um, wasn't too bad either. It was, 
uh, sort of a toned down version of the the orc buggy list that was yeah wrecking exactly. Havoc last so you had you had a few scrap jets. You had a squigasaur. Uh, you had a beast boss and squigasaur. You had um, some support platforms and stuff like that, and boys and what have you. But he just deployed really badly. Um, and his his beast boss and squigasaur was his new model. And of course, I had to kill that straight off. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that, that, we, we were literally just it, talking it, about that earlier. Yeah. New model syndrome is definitely yeah. a thing. I mean, yeah. if, if you if you your opponent puts down a newly painted model, like it's you just have to. It's, you have it's just, to. Uh, you exactly. have to. It's just it's just good sportsmanship at that point. You're, like, you're not playing <laughs> with that today. Yeah. <laughs> like, the thing is, he deployed it right at the front, and so it wasn't protected by anything. I was like, well, oh. that was silly. So I just literally oh, okay. just, just shot it. <laughs> today, yeah. today you're gonna learn, boy. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but. Um, Ended up like just because he was learning the rules and having quite a slow game, we just having a good chat. Um, ended up worked out about forty five to twenty five or something, and it was just like, yeah, that's was right. I got, I got, I got the win. Yeah. Um, that was um, you guys were on the table right in front of the squadist yeah. for that, weren't you? Yeah, it yeah. seemed like you were having a lot of fun. With it, yeah, it was, it was a good laugh. Um, get some yeah. good cool rules with his death. Like he brought in his death copters at that point. It was too late. Um, mm. Do the bombing and stuff like that. He didn't have very many models left. It was just like, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he still got the bombs off and, and did some damage to your Dire Avengers, right? He did, but Dire Avengers, at that point, they, they'd done Rod. They'd, they'd done their thing. They'd done their, yeah. they'd hold their objective and they literally couldn't do anything else. So, um, yeah, that was good. It was good. And then obviously the second game was against Icon. Um, may I add, I, obviously I beat him, but I also missed a whole phase of Psychic and still beat him. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. I just, I just got too excited. I was like, I want to shoot him, I want to shoot him. And then... <laughs> I was like, ah, shit, psychic. Damn it. Didn't I mean, matter. Next, I mean, next time you'll remember psychic because you're like, ah, this, this, this happened. This happens. It's a thing. Dude, you say that, but I did it at heresy too. <laughs> <laughs> so I obviously don't learn. Um, yeah, and then, then the third game against the the Dids, that was just a wicked, really tight game. Um, it was all fought in the middle. Like he'd move up to the middle, I'd move up to the middle. And we just fight each other off points. Um, nice. Yeah, it was just it was just super good. And then the, the charging of the the big bugs, with ten wounds, and like it was just it was just brutal. Killing all yeah. the earth blades with Oof. mortal wounds, and um, then my race here coming in, clutch killing loads of warriors off the point, and yeah, it was just it was just just a really good game, really good game, good fun. Did you finish good. that on the fifth round, Charlie? Yeah, fifth round. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, the score was 78-77. What could have been the difference, you reckon? Um, so there's one bit of the movement. I, I I whiffed a lot of shots with my... Um, so actually, no. The turn, fifth turn, I shot with the Wraith Seer, something that was in um, range of the support platforms. So I shot them off the board, and then there's nothing in range with support platforms. Uh, so okay. I, and I could have literally shot the hive guard, which is one of his um, uh, to to the last uh, okay. units, and I could have killed them, and yeah. then, he, then he would have lost five points, and then I would have got oh. the, the game. Yeah, that was that was a yep. big mistake on my part, but um, yeah, I think that was that was a big, big difference. But pretty much everything else couldn't have done huge amount. Um, yeah, it's just slugfest in the middle of the board. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, nice. It's always good when you have games that are like big trades in the middle of the board. It just makes the game so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really does. It's like a battle for who's got more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
How about you, Icon? How how was your day? How, how did your game go? So my my game my first game started out really great um, for me anyway. I uh, I went into Sisters Battle um, and they were I mean I'd never gone into Sisters before and I've just heard horrendous things about how killy they can be. Um, but when uh, deployment happened, uh, he he faced off. Uh, against my Dreadnought Spear, which was on the, you know, sort of right flank of my deployment zone, right across from me, and quite out in the open was, uh, what are they called, the ones with the shields, Sacrosancts? Sacrosancts, yeah. Yes, five of them, uh, and then standing behind them was uh, Morven Vale, and yeah. um, I proceeded to be like, well, I'm going to drop all my Dreadnoughts into these Sacrosancts, and then attempt to kill more than Vile, and sure enough, turn one, managed to eat them all. Uh, ended up having to spend my Whirlwind shooting from the other side of the board to kill the last Sacrosanct to get the um, to get the next Dreadnought to unload all its weapons on More than Vile, but then proceeded to roll a six for my Macroplasma shots. Oof. Um, got five of them through to saves, and then with Overcharge, so, you know, she's halving all incoming damage, but it's rounding up, so... You know, it's damage. still two damage, and of those um, five wounds going through, she managed to fail all of them. And oh, yeah, brutal. Yeah, Epic. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was like five twos and threes, and like ones, and I don't know. It was just brutal. Um, and after that, I mean, he'd positioned so there was going to be. You know, re-rolls of ones for his melters and stuff happening from that. And once once she was gone, that that flank just it, it didn't have the efficiency it needed. That the he had the two of the melter squads. I don't know what they're called. Just, yeah, two squads of them, and um, they spent they spent three of the four turns that we played through just pumping Melter into Dreadnoughts just to stop them, try and stop them from dominating that half of the battlefield. Um, yeah, Mor Morven Vale going down was... Yeah, it got him unstuck very quickly. Um, it's a big one, because um, the sisters generally... Well, most lists do rely on her as a big force multiplier to um, increase the efficiency of everything else. Um and because she's just so good at doing that, like in, in so many different ways. So. Well, I actually don't even know what her rules are. I never even got to experience them. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming she gives, like, Chapter Master re-rolls or whatever equivalent. Give it us both. It's re-roll hits and wound, and then you have re-rolling ones within an aura, and then you have re-rolling ones to hit and wound in an aura as well, and then she's awesome, insane in combat. She can fight twice for free. Yeah. Yeah. She's epic. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. when she went down, um, the guy went have... down as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, I, even the more even the mortal wound dumps that sisters can do, sort of. Yeah, you know, I I rolled pretty hot on my five up in uh, feel no pain against mortal wounds being black templar. You always um, do. It's so frustrating. Yeah, I, 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 I roll. It's like, oh, I've got six, six, there's six mortals. You'd be like, oh, I saved four. And you're like, no, you didn't. You're like, yeah, I did. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, it just, it, to be fair, in his defense, I think 
it, I can't remember what the interaction was, but he needed he needed it was against one of his other character models. That, uh, I'm assuming it had five wounds, maybe four. I don't I don't know, um, but it, he had six saves going into it on five up invulnerables, and he saved five of them. Well, yeah, I th- yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think it was into Vanguard veterans. My Vanguard veterans going into one of his characters, and um, their and their lightning claws. You know, he had six saves to make, and yeah, he rolled five fives and sixes. Took one wound. It was it was gross. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, it was it was pretty cool, but also gross. And then. My yeah, my game two we've already been over, and game three was against the other Crusher Stampede, and um, that one that one was close, but I did also lose that one. Um, yeah, Carnifexes, they they just sort of choked up all the positions because he you know he moved them right into my face, which Nids do. And then they were, they were just sort of tanky enough to stop me from playing the game and having to deal with them. Um, yeah, he had like six of them, right? Yeah, it was a lot. And then he, yeah, you know, and then he had the the uh, I think it was a six man squad of Hive Guard, and they're doing the you know the hitting on two strength eight, you know, all all the all the buffs. Um, Hive Guard are disgusting. Look, it, it wasn't it wasn't so much them that was the problem. It was the I couldn't do the objective thing because every time I tried to disengage to go get my objectives, a can't affect and chase me down. The hive guard <laughs> yeah. actually yeah. the hive, the hive <laughs> guard dumb, actually dumb, dumb. the hive guard actually didn't do a whole lot. Um, his two Scythe jewels did a lot. Um, well, actually, one of his high jewels did a lot. The other one just sat on an objective that I couldn't get to, and he was like, "And I'm just going to shoot my stupid 3d6 flamer everywhere." <laughs> um, and, but uh, one of them just charged into my lines, and that uh, they had all the minus one damage, which um, you know obviously really reduced how much I could pump into them. So I just got choked up and. Couldn't couldn't disengage to um to score what I needed to score, and also I forgot to rod at least once, <laughs> which never helps. Um, I don't know I don't know why I took rod. Um, what was the what was the score in that game? I don't even remember. Um, okay. uh, I'll give you the score. I think he your opponent scored ninety one against your sixty seven. Okay, Lawrence with the memory. Yeah, um, Lawrence, Jesus. Yeah. I have, yeah. I have the, I have the scoring oh, sheet. Score sheet. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So rotting wouldn't have helped, mate. So it's all right. Don't beat yourself up about that one. <laughs> no, the the, the 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 one that would have really helped me would be uh, prioritizing the two the last. But his two the last were the the two hive jewels, yeah. which were on opposite sides of the map, and, and then guard, and the hive guard, which yeah. he parked in the back corner because obviously they don't need the line of sight shooting. And which I mean, all credit to him, it's a good play, um, but it just meant being tied up by Carnifexes. It was something that I couldn't address. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's annoying because, like, yeah, you kill one, and if you if 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 one turn one Carnifex takes a little bit a little bit more than what you expect to kill it, then you're diminishing. Yeah, then you're like, oh, I still have another one. Oh, I still have another one. The next turn, you're like, oh, I still got now. I got another one. Oh, now I got another one, and it's like, it literally becomes that midboard well, trade. Well, like, yeah, that was that was thing. a lot of what that was a lot of what was happening because you know you would commit two dreadnoughts in combat to kill. <laughs> You know the one Carnifex that's blocking your path, 
but then it's too much damage, right? And then there's and then because you know they're all their own individual unit, mm. you can't just go attack the next one. It's not like you're dumping in two dreadnoughts, getting ten attacks, killing ten models. No, you're either you're either dumping one dreadnought in, and you know maybe potentially not killing one, or dumping two and definitely killing one. But then you're not able to kill anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, so your your weight of numbers is really, really diminished in its in its efficiency by the fact that you can only kill one thing at a time. Yeah, it sounds very annoying. Mm. <laughs> you just just choked up um, in the mid board, and yeah, um, yeah. No, I mean, it, it sounds like there are some interesting games there, and, and it sounds like there's some uh, lists and armies you wouldn't normally get to go into. Yeah, well, Carnifexes, like, who uses Carnifexes? Who uses six of them? Yeah. <laughs> well, I would if they were better. <laughs> but I've got, I've got but, four. But, I mean, you say, you say that, they do apparently work. No, yeah, no, I mean... They're not, they're not great. Compa- com- compared to, like, some of the other stuff, they're just nowhere near as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. they will be. Codex on the horizon. So, you know, very oh, excited yeah, about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah... That, that, before we, we move on, we'll just hear a quick uh, quick bit from Dysark, from Tim from Dice Arcade, and we'll be right back to talk about how the event ran overall. Dicearcade.com.au. All the biggest brands and miniatures in wargaming. Free postage over two hundred and fifty dollars. All right, thanks for that one, Tim. Um, so yeah, it's, it sounds like the games went well. Let's um let's t- pivot a little bit. How what. What did we learn from from running it, and, and how do we find uh, running and organising it, and having people around? Uh, Lockie and Lawrence. Uh, Lockie first. Um, it's hard to say because I I think um, we did a lot of prep for the event to try and picture every scenario that potentially could go wrong from a from a pre-organizational point of view and i think because of that it made our kind of jobs on the day quite easy um it's hard to say when only ie first event and it's only 16 people um yeah but i mean the biggest questions we well that i only got involved with or had come to me or come to us was stuff about um clarity on terrain and it wasn't so much Um, what the the traits were, just more footprints, you know. So that's definitely yep. something that we took because basically for it, for each for, for the people who might be listening to this who weren't there, every table had a laminated uh, A4 sheet of a top down view of the board, and it had uh, a, a legend and an allocation uh, for each piece of terrain to what traits that terrain piece um, was a swear, what what traits were assigned to those terrain pieces, um, and that was. It just mitigated so much. You know, I don't. I didn't. I didn't hear people arguing once about it. I didn't hear. I didn't even think. Uh, or maybe correct me if I'm wrong, boys, but I'm pretty sure they were, I didn't even hear one argument between players about what terrain should or shouldn't be. Or oh, I didn't think. I, I didn't know that was or any of those kinds. Well, of things. I mean, it, it it was very very straightforward and clear. And it's like, well, if you didn't know, why didn't you read the freaking thing? Exactly. Um, it's right yeah, there in yeah. front of you. I um. So I think I think I had maybe one question about the footprint of something while I was there. Yeah, um, I had I had that twice. I had that twice. And then, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then I think the the only other thing was of course one of the tables um, we were sort of down maybe one terrain piece when we set it up. We're like, oh, this really needs one more piece just to to, to make it. Oh, there wasn't. Better. It wasn't on the card. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then uh, Charlie very generously brought an extra one along the next day. 
which we um, which we set up for that one. And so all that was meant that, you know, for each game, I went over and had a quick chat to the players and just mentioned, look, treat this the same way you're treating these ones. Um, and, and explained that it was just a, a late addition to it. And, and that was that. Yeah. So, like, overall, the that's kind of that step of, I guess, part of the, the pre-organizational process that I think this just really helped. Because I looked at it, I go, like, well, you know what would I want from an event to make things super clear so that I can have as, as little mitigation, so that I can mitigate as much of um, unclear conversations or unclear parts of event if I was there, and that was definitely one of them. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, moving forward, our, our future... Shut up. Our future <laughs> events will have... Um, like clear, clear outline footprints of each terrain. Um, yep. As and, in, so our, our for our casual events that'll likely be in the form of um, on the on the sheet we print out. Yeah. And for our competitive ones, we're considering options regarding having like a perspex footprint. Um, yep. Or just little mats that lay down. Yep. But of course, for for more casual ones, where where we can spend a bit, put a bit more effort into making the tables look a bit better, we of course won't put on the tables because they don't look very good. Yeah, well, um, it'll probably be both yeah. as well. Um, you know, just having it on the document as well as. Uh, in, oh, of course. In, if, in, if, in, if we're using them at all, they'll still be on the document. Well, yeah, I so. mean, in my head, you just need to get Jack to like make little neoprene thingos that go underneath them that are the same sort of. That's well, not terrain, a bad idea. Terrain, um, a lot of train changes. That's all. Um, you know, it might be something. Yeah, that yeah, we, yeah, you know, we might. You know, um, if, when you have a, a corner ruin, you know, it's kind of the discussion that I think goes on globally at the moment. Where you sort of like, well, does it where, just follow the L, or is it actually a big full-on square? You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we might get a whole new set of terrain, and then we have to do all these other bits and pieces. So it's just those things that we kind of have to address as we go and try to try and make things as fluid and easy as possible to change on the fly um and i think um yeah i mean it was it was it's pretty chilled it's pretty easy i mean everyone was quiet um all the participants were really really welcoming and 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 calm and everyone was good but i also think that just came from us being kind of you know well organized well I yeah i mean <laughs> as someone who has a background in hospitality um if you ever sort of see those events where the host is super like anxious and has had like five cocktails and is like <laughs> hyper stressing yeah. about everything you, you those are the events where they it sort of tends to string out of hand quite quickly right if you're if you're the one running the ship and everybody's seeing you calm they're calm um, it's, it's pretty, I mean, it, it falls back on you guys and how much prep you went in, how much prep you guys put in and how you were able to be so organized. And, um, yeah, like I said, someone who's hosted or not hosted, but, uh, been vision to many, many, many functions and events over the time when I was a chef, um, those sorts of things matter. And uh, you, like when you're a chef and you're putting in the prep work in the kitchen, that, that, that full week that you're prepping food beforehand, on the day, it, it can make it smooth sailing. And so only your hard work going in is what you have to show for it. 
Is what it was I'm the same thing, like um, like, like in the gym, right? Like you, you train, train, train hard, hard, fight easy. Train hard, fight easy. Yeah, right? that's just that's what you always get told at the gym. You train hard, fight easy, and it's true. It's hundred percent true. So, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. It was fun. What did you guys learn? Yeah, for me, I think yeah, the event really went well, and then of course, all credit to both of you, Lucky and Dalton, as the main organizer. And then yeah, I think all the participants are also very friendly and welcoming. And I think the only thing that I would say a bit lacking would be more beers because it's only me, Lucky, and Dalton who's taking. <laughs> so next, I, I also felt like, of course, it's 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 a it's a fun event, it's a fun games. But I think the players were really there to, you know, like win some games, be serious about, you know, winning. But of course, I, I, I know they had fun, but I would want them also to be drinking. I had to go get myself a drink after fucking Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I think it gets a bit limiting. Um, I agree, uh, Lawrence, by the way, but I think yeah, it, yeah. the only thing I think it gets limiting is when it's a one day event. Because, yeah. you know, usually, you know, people haven't, you know, they've still got to drive somewhere or they've still got to get somewhere and not everyone comes from, you know, the same Bayside area, so it gets difficult. Yeah. But, um, no, 100%. Uh, two-day event in August. That's, that's going to be a different story. That's it, very different Isn't story. it September? No, no yeah. excuses. September. <laughs> September, October, August, sometime after July. After July, before October. Okay. Are you there sure? Hundred percent. It's after July before October. He's he's not he's not sure at all. I am because it's going to be in November. My next next baby's born in July, so I can't be. Bef- so it's, it's it'll be it'll be after that, and then we we it can't be after October either because of all venue right. limitations. So it's yep. literally in that two two month period. It's August or September. Okay. Yep. So that'll it'll, it'll it'll have to fit in with um so, with the rest of the scene as well, like who who's got what weekends and what other because yeah, we don't want to be course. taking from other other tos and 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 because it is going to be a thirty six or forty player event. So um, yeah, well, we, yeah. I mean you've got you've got some limitations in June then because VTC is June now, isn't it? Early June, end of June. VTC is twenty fifth. Of which we're all going, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Like, Mr. Ellis is actually taking two teams to VTC. <laughs> Currently two. Maybe. I think we can make it even three. There are some people even so still watching. In- yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that'd be pretty sweet. That'd be so cool if we take three teams there. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you, you, I, think, I think you called it six months ago. We're taking over. It's That's fine. It, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We will be doing the Melbourne Open soon. Yeah, that's, I mean that's the plan, right? The Melbourne International uh, International Open. Yeah, get, <laughs> yeah. get all those American and, and European players here. I said, uh, I, I think I said this. Um, I said it in the Discord. I didn't say it publicly, but like, if we ever, if Risky Rollers was ever going to run a super major, you know, like 150 plus players, you'd be settling for nothing less than the exhibition center. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Like not the main, can, can you, not the you... main floor, obviously. <laughs> no. <laughs> but like, well, I mean, a big, decent, one of the decent rooms within the exhibition center and just have like our, our, our banners and stuff and all our, all our yeah. advertising all on, on the, um, the screens in the front as you walk in. It'd be so awesome. Oh, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be, it'd be, it'd be really cool, actually. This is just saying that if we could potentially try and organize it with PAX and run it at PAX. 
Ugh. I mean, just, but, but, just... All right, you, you're saying that. Can you imagine 75 tables and how much space it's going to need? It's Do fine. You know how big the exhibition center is? Yeah, I know, I know, but but with packs as well, you're getting pretty ambitious there as no, far no, as you, just fitting that in. Yeah, you just have to. We'd have to hire one of the bigger halls, which would cost an yeah. exorbitant amount of money. But yeah. I mean, the, it, uh, that's the goals, right? It's like oh, also, also, seventy-five tables of terrain. You know, Charlie, start building now. Okay? <laughs> yeah, Charlie, get to work. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> No, but it we actually, we, we had two tables of, of Charlie's terrain at the event as well. Um, yeah, we did. And they looked really nice. They were, they were really good. Yeah, I'm surprised we actually got that much terrain. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, no, it would be that would be the, the the ultimate, you know, tacking it onto something like that. Whereas, like, oh, the the yeah. the, the Risky Rollers presents the Melbourne International 40k Open, and it's at you know it's a, it's a 150 player super major at Pax week on Pax weekend. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be huge. That'd be sick. That would just be, you know, that'd be baller. That'd yeah, be big, the biggest flex in like the Australian games, well, the Australian forty k community for sure. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's funny that you uh, bring up all that content though, and all, all, all those hopes and dreams, and then it, it just brought to my mind the difference of um, like looking at LVO that just happened, and uh, just how international metas are so different like from us to the states and um yeah uh because here death guard sits way prettier than it does over there yeah well chaos here is just really strong yeah it's just it's just i mean yeah. so so it's so are like horde xenos it's just good and it's gonna be interesting actually to see what 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 comes out of masters i've been speaking to a few of the players that are going and like that we know um, and about what they're potentially taking and they're just like taking just stuff we're like my my Tyranid list is so away from the current meta of Tyranid across the stampede yeah, yeah. it's hilarious <laughs> um, so you know it's um, and VTC is going to be really interesting as well you know I mean like um, the guy who won Uprising Australia's super major uh, in Adelaide won with full goth orcs with a Gazgul yeah yeah, yeah nice which was a sweet list too. And sp- listen to the um, Normal Blokes podcast. The Liam Hackett is the guy who won. And uh, he talks about like literally, I think one game, his lowest scoring game was like 93. Yeah, like, wow. Yeah, oh, and that was, that, was eight, that, was, that was eight games. I think it was eight, yeah. eight games of all above like 93. Like just killed it. Yeah, I mean, he's like he he he's been at the he's been in the top four or whatever the, for the past like four years in, in Australia, but... <clears throat> It just goes to show, like, as you're saying, like, it's just so different. And I mean, I, I mean it, it sort of came to my mind that, you know, hopes and dreams achieved the, that international sort of stage. I, I, my biggest curiosity would be to see how those clashing of metas play out because, I mean, how many people do we have from Australia going to LVO? Like, well, you see it in the WTC. So uh, the world team championship, you see, you see exactly that play out quite heavily. Um, because Australia takes a team, you have like uh, a Swedish team, you have like a Polish team, you have a US team, all that stuff, and that's where you kind of see um, the the differences play out. It is a teams event, which is different. To, there's not like a like a global singles event, um, which is very drastically different. The metas are very are very well, yeah, because you start playing the swords and shields, and you know, you're mitigating yeah, you're, you're whole, mitigating your opponent's yeah. wins where you know they're gonna win. So exactly. or you're trying to anyway. 
the whole way you score and the way you win is entirely different, so it's hard to compare them. But um, I think that's the closest thing that that anyone that we uh, sorry that that forty k as a community globally has as a kind of representation of of multiple metas existing in the same space. Yeah. But I think a few a few guys from Australia went. I don't know who they were, but I think there was a couple like of of Australia's premium like premium players went went down, went over, went up, or whatever. Um, Across. Across, um, it's hard with it, with an event that large as well. It's so dependent on your matchup. Like you can you can move through the field, so to speak. Like you know, there's, there's like how many is it? Was like two hundred and something players there or something? I don't know. Yeah, I think around three hundred. That's Jeez, so many. You're so sick. Like, what? Yeah, to I mean, it just yeah. becomes like a whole different um kettle of fish I think at that point as well you know in terms of how matchups are done and how that all works. I mean it isn't because the the, the, the context is still the same and, and the, the, the algorithm or whatever the, the, the pairing system is still the same but in terms of uh, it is kind of somewhat different when you the more the more numbers you have to kind of weave and dodge the field um, but yeah it'll be interesting to see that uh, how that changes even from like state to state like how we yeah. you know, for example, if we do when we do end up running a super major like that at that at at PAX, in like you know four or five years or something like that, um, you know how that does compare to Uprising or how that compares to you know another big Australian event that like like CanCon or something else that exists or whatever. So um, all those things are, are quite interesting to look at. Yeah. Yeah. So um. Yeah. Been, yeah. Been, yeah. 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 So yeah. I've, got, I've got nowhere to go with that other than uh, it, it's always fascinating to look at. Um, I like. I do like that there is a, a bit of a difference in the meta, and it does is something to consider when you're preparing for an event because a lot of the information is based on the American one. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. It's, yeah. it's so. I mean, even even the. Um, it's funny because you have ITC results, right? Uh, which is obviously purely based in the US, pretty much. And then you have the Warhammer uh, Games Workshops like Meta Watch thing. <laughs> you're like, yeah, which is you're like, where, okay. Look, okay, okay. correct me if I'm wrong, but I've I have yet to see an article that says anything of value. So I I didn't realize this after they take it from their it's taken from their official G Dub events. <laughs> that's all. All right, all right. So that's literally what it's taken from. So you you kind of like well. It isn't really meta watch, is it? Like, and then it is—it's it, very misleading. And this is what I think has caught people out when they started doing this in the middle of the year or whatever, because people—they're like, "Oh, you know, ad, this is you know during oppression of AdMech, and AdMech was like really low on Games Workshop's thing." And they're like, "Oh, they're just trying to say it to sell stuff." I'm like, well, if you look at how who who was doing well at their events. Well, no, it's like the same thing. Yeah, where, yeah. Like a Death Guard player won our event, but the next two were custodies. And look, I think that as much as I'm not trying not to take anything away from the two custodies players, I, I, I know that they, they've obviously, they've both played very well because they both scored very high on all their games. Yeah, yeah. But custodies just did happen to have a significant points decrease after a brand new codex just within time of the event dropping. And yeah, that was so a the choice. Points changed like the day of list. The day of the being due. Yeah, and, and also uh, uh, Eldar came forth, so that kind of skews the whole thing. You know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but and again, like Custodes being at the top, if not top three, was no surprise to me. 
Um, I was, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I would have been surprised if there wasn't because we had two Custodes players. I'm like, if one of them, if no one gets in top three, I'll be very, very surprised. Um, to be honest, I actually thought it might have been um, uh, like uh, Custodes Crusher and Death Guard or um, Custodes Crusher and Sisters. Yep. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely thought Black Templars would be up there. Yeah, yes. sorry, yeah, and that, yeah, that too, yeah, yeah. So um, it's less less based on the on. army and more just based on knowing Icon and knowing how well he plays it. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. And it, like it was good, you know. We we had a good spread of we had a great spread of armies. Um, yeah, the diversity yeah. was good. There was five yeah. different space marines. No double up on space marines. So we had one blood angels, one dark angels, one iron hands, one uh, black templars, one blood angels. Ultramarines. Huh? And then one ultramarines. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's six. Yeah. And then there was two Custodes, two Tyranids, two Death Guard, one Sisters, one Orcs, one Eldar, one Knights. Yeah. And that's it. And that's, that's like... That's, yeah, it's pretty much everything. Except Drakari. Except pretty, Necrons. And, 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 no, they don't... No. I mean, there was no Drakari, no Admech, no Necrons, no Tau. Um, Which is all good. That's what you want. You want yeah, when you do an yeah. event, you're like... We don't want any Eldar period because no. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want I mean, Tau look, because Loki's no. as as Necron, as we've yeah, established. Loki, as we've established, um, Loki loves Space Marines. Every event would be sixteen Ultramarines armies <laughs> if Loki had his way. Nah, everyone. Nah, just uh, just just just, just, just Two thousand. Two thousand points of Gilmans. Like, oh, I mean, to be fair, to be fair. <laughs> Gilman's that would be a more balanced game. Gilman's versus Mortarians. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty funny. <laughs> no, no, no. It was good. It's, it's really yeah. good, really good balance. And Charlie, you're going to take my hat off to you, mate. Like, um, playing the book you did with, sorry, mm. the, 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 the book that you're playing to get forth up against, yep. you know, a lot of other ninth edition stuff was, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Right on. And playing, playing so well. Like, yeah. yeah. Look, I, I was surprised too. So, I own it. Don't say that. Don't say that. Just be like, yeah, bro. Thanks, man. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, uh, I, des- I deserved that fourth place. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm honest. So, yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Look, I mean, I, th- I think it was. Uh, I definitely had a fantastic time running it and seeing everyone playing. It was absolutely knackered afterwards. But it was so, so great to have so many people there playing 40K and enjoying the game and enjoying the day. I have to um, touch on that, and that was actually something I thought of before we were, like, I thought of this afternoon when you were like, hey, let's do podcast tonight. I, um, I think one of the biggest things that I came away with uh, from this event is two parts. It's one, uh, pack Nurofen and take it early because standing still for that long or standing oh, on your feet for yeah. that long hurts. <laughs> sure, sure. And uh, two... Bring lots of caffeine because um, mental fatigue is a thing. Like by by the end of it, you, your brain's just cooked. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I I, I, agree with that. I anticipated that because, but once you sort of play three games back to back like that, you know, even though you know it's going to happen, it still hits you like a truck. And um, and yeah. Definitely, as someone who thoroughly enjoys caffeine, I definitely didn't consume enough to keep my brain going. Well, that's why there's a bar there too. So like, yeah, I mean, I mean, to be fair, about half of the day, I hit the choice of beer or coffee. Um, was basically the choice I was running all afternoon at that point. 
Yeah, but 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 coffee to me is what beer is to lucky. Like just yeah yeah yeah. I'll drink like stupid amounts of it, and then I'll just be functional. Yeah yeah yeah. Now that's a good that's a good piece um, of of advice, I guess, from, from for someone who, if anyone listening would like to attend their first event, and hopefully they would be love to te- attend one of ours as their first event, it would be amazing. Um, those kinds of things, those little bits of the info, external, the externals that uh, you know they're they're secondary to, or you think they're secondary to playing the game, but really they're a really big part, and you yeah. know. I mean, yeah. I, I sort of have you know listened to podcasts or whatever where they've even covered these sorts of you know concepts. But when you're prepping for your first event, even if it is just a, a you know friendly event like the ones you guys like the one you guys have hosted, um, yeah, don't don't shy away from it and fo- focus just on your list or your gameplay. Remember that you as a player are a key part of the game, and you need to address your needs, whether it be food or coffee or beer or or just you know back pain like um yeah. the, if you if these things are all because you know there's there's massive mental components to playing 40k you know and um if you can't think straight because you've got externals of your own body impacting your game um as ridiculous that sound for a game where you're literally measuring and rolling dice, it's definitely a real thing. Mental fatigue will kick your ass by game three and you'll do what I did and forget to the last. Mm. Um, and also don't forget things like, you know, we, we had we had chairs around and stuff like that. Like, if you're getting tired, just sit down. Sit down when it's not your turn. Yeah. It's all right. It's not yeah. disrespectful. It's fine. Like, bro, I just need to, I need to have yeah, a breather. Yeah, but but that, that that's that's under the same that's under the same premise though that you're that's so what I mean. thinking like, about the game. Care of yeah, yeah. You, you're so thinking about the game that you don't realize. Like, I, I I don't even reckon like I even considered sitting down just because I was no, so yeah. I, I was so and these are sort of key points that you can save yourself a lot of you know discomfort and just really keep that focus sharp if you spend just that little bit of extra time thinking about yourself as well as the game. I mean, at Heresy, yeah. I only thought about sitting down in day two because I had to, because I physically couldn't stand. Yeah. Which, to be fair, shit. Yeah. 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 I mean, you went for a nap in the car halfway through. <laughs> I did. I had to go and wake you up for round four. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but hey, whatever. <laughs> So no, so I agree, I agree, and it was the same. Like, yeah, yeah. And then it was only because after that I was like, oh yeah, man, I'm totally sitting down at my next event. Like, yeah. while they're doing yeah. their turn, you're like, yeah, whatever, hurry up, come on. <laughs> <laughs> When's it my turn? Just show me what's dead, so then I can do my turn. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, it was fantastic. Um, if you if you were listening in and you were you were attending, uh, thank you so much for coming along. We hope you had a fantastic time. And if, if you attended or, or want to attend any of our future ones, make sure to be in the Discord to get early, like to hear about that early. And just um, in the Discord, so many TTS games and stuff went into prep oh, yeah. for this it's event. Right and uh, there's, yeah. there's 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 two games and there's like six people in different chats right now. Like as we're recording this, as we're recording, I can, right I can jump in the Discord yeah. and I can look at it and go, like, yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. Think of this like the Discord before before Christmas, and then suddenly like the influx of people, and like it's just popping it's, off. It's like, almost doubled day, since Christmas. Yeah. and all day, every day, it's popping off. People are just like doing memes and, and chatting yeah. over hammer. It's it's absolutely fantastic. It's a great place to be. 
yeah, yeah, hats off to you guys for actually getting it growing. It's really cool. If you are a new player, I mean, I, I'm looking here. We've got Mick is helping. Uh, I I can't say his Discord handle. Lo, I, I can't say that. How do you say that? The guy that loaded BB seventy seven. Yeah, I can't read yeah. that well. Um, Mick's helping him through his second game ever right now. There's people here that definitely you know can help you yep. build if you're a new player and want to get into events and you know have a bunch of fun. Um, well, you, well, you're doing that with what, with another guy tomorrow, right? You're playing like a thousand point game because yeah. you're learning, I'm you're learning, learning GK and he, and, and he wants to learn orcs, you know? So yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. It's either him or if, uh, if he doesn't have time to play tomorrow for whatever reason, uh, I'll play Jack's chaos. Um, I was mm, just talking about definitely. that with him earlier. Um, yeah. So if you're someone new that's, you know, like, where do I start? And maybe don't even have 2,000 points or eight, or even 1,000 points to put on the table at this stage. Jump in the Discord because, you know, we're all playing TTS. We're all prepping for our next events for the people that are going. And we're, you know... We're just playing. For yeah. We're just playing. playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking of which, a lot of people don't know, we, we run a, a club. Um, Bayside Tabletop is a, a club where we catch up and play games in person as well. Um, and, and we, we organize club days. Yeah, uh, that's uh, uh, all, all sorts of points levels, all sorts of stuff. We've got um, a next event. We, we organize all that through the Discord to be in there for it. But that's just, we, we catch up and play games. Um, down in, down in Moorabbin at the same venue. Um, so jump on in there, especially if you're new. Jump on in. You know, we'll play. I'll play at two hundred points if you just want to get a, hang, a feel for how um well, I think how the game works. Dalton, you and um, I are going to be playing kill team that whole of that whole day. Um, whole yeah, we're going to be playing kill some kill team. Although I've also uh, I've also got some crusade lined up with uh, Liam. I think oh, from yeah, the you um, said that. Yeah, yeah. for the well, uh, from the slow grow the the tale of many wargamers. Yeah, well, I'm going to be uh, playing kill team yeah. all all day. So. Yeah, so um, kill team forty k and other games as well. You're more than more than I'm welcome to small games, games happening. Yeah. So yeah, we've got essentially we've got all aspects of the hobby happening in the Discord and that's where it's all centered around. So come and, and be involved. That's it. Yeah. But um with that I, I wanna say thank you all for joining me for this podcast. Thanks for having me once again. Thank, thank you for having us again. You're so and, welcome. Uh, <laughs> and and, uh, and thank you all for listening. We will uh, catch you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye.